Righto, you legends, before we rip into another episode of the Deadass Podcast, I'd firstly like to thank our major sponsor, Country Tracker Caps, for the continued support of the podcast. You will find their merchandise at thecountrycompanies.com or if you'd like to design your own cap, head to countrytruckercaps.com. Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the pallbearers. Type in Deadass at the checkout to receive your discount. That is D-E-A-D-A-S-S. Welcome to the Dead Ass Podcast. Welcome back, mate. <laughs> Thanks for having me, mate. You're welcome. Bloody My hell. pleasure. Hey, what's been happening? How you been? Uh, good. Yeah, good? great. Living the dream. Living the dream, mate, eh? Yeah. Well, um, just for the listeners know, we, we actually did try to have a bit of a... a, a like a, a threesome, <laughs> <laughs> but a threesome from my nightmares. <laughs> I'm going to write a list of words that you can't say because <laughs> that's. <laughs> I was going to say a three-person conversation. Oh, that would be a good way to describe yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So let's start off by how, firstly. I just want to do a bit of a recap how your weekend was. Weekend was all right. Yeah, we can. What did I do this week? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I can't <laughs> Just remember. make a general conversation. I, I can't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are we doing? Because you fucking ruined it as soon as you threw threesome. You had to fucking blow it. It just threw me wide off. I lost this whole time. It just threw me the whole fucking thing out. <laughs> The same your sister does not say. Your sister does I, not say fucking threesome. I said it was a threesome from hell, from I don't my nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> we won't even bring up. I'm not even bringing up the conversation about I'm Cole. Deleting it. I'm from fucking. The show. It's fucking gone. Is <laughs> 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 this still recording? Yes. Okay. What'd you do on the weekend, mate? How'd you go? <laughs> Fucking started again. Where did I start from? Hey, you fucking introduce us. All the way to the beginning. Yeah, all the way to the beginning. <laughs> I'm gonna say the same shit again. <laughs> no, all right, all right. I'll edit it. I'll edit it. Three part. <laughs> no. I'm just. It's your show. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Dead Ass Podcast. I'm your favourite co-host, Summer. We're doing another episode of the Morning Show, and I'm here today with. <laughs> Your head honcho, the big cheese, <laughs> the chief in charge, the captain of this ship, or as I like to call him, Brizey Wisey. <laughs> How you going, mate? How was your weekend? Welcome. Not, Thanks for coming back. Not bad for a second take. <laughs> <laughs> I got in trouble for saying something in the last one, so we had to restart. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But yeah, no, weekend was great. I had yeah. a fantastic time. Unfortunately, uh, we 
you know, we sort of fumbled on a couple of the previous shows there, so we sort of had to postpone it. We we did have intentions of having Cole on the show for a three-person conversation. Just three people having convers- a chat. conversating <laughs> on the couch. That's right, having a chat. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then, uh, unfortunately, it sort of it didn't work out properly, so we had to postpone it, mm-hmm. and then... Um, we'll get back to our threesome another day. <laughs> I guess we'll have to. Um, so. Wait, shout out to your family, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> for the sign. Uh, oh, that, that shot of tequila is ticking it, kicking kicking it. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed. Um, no, yeah, big shout out to them for the sign. So yeah, I can love them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Illuminates. Illuminates. And then it doesn't illuminate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's what we're talking about. So we've got a fair bit to cover. It's been a while since we've done a morning show. Well, you and I have done one because yeah. the one before was Cole mm. and I. And then mm. We've both been busy. It's been, it is. We've been flat out. Mm. Absolutely flat out. And um, also a bit of travelling in between that. Mm. I um, was down at the PGA party hole. Uh, shout out to the boys down there. Uh, we went, I went down there with Cam from Alpha Blokes and Knuckles from CTC. Mm-hmm. Uh, went down there and a good mate of Cairns as well, Morgs. It was nice meeting that bloke. He's an absolute legend. Shout out to him too. Went down there. Um, that was a big night. And then went back up to Gladstone for Christmas party as well. So that was awesome. Got to meet a heap of blokes up there. Shout out to the uh, Bloody Brilliant Beers boys. Those are, they are absolute champions. Also to Kenny at um, Only Cairns as well. Legend met him. There's this uh, Groper and... Uh, Stimo and all those boys. There's so many people there, like just Jimmo, Jacko, Stevo, <laughs> everyone. Yeah, Davo. <laughs> they're all there. <laughs> no, all of all. It was, it was pretty cool because like they're all the people that you've been sort of knowing who they are. You know a bit about them, and and then mm. through through cross uh, sort of like cross crossing paths with other people's podcasts and stuff yeah, like that. That's and cool. So it's pretty cool. Like you already know who they are when you meet them. But it was like the first time that you actually seen him face to face. So yeah. it was pretty cool. And cool. shout out to Zayden as well. He was there on the weekend, caught up with him, bloody legend. He's coming back on the podcast this week. So Is that WD40 and, and tires. And zip ties, yeah. Yep. Absolute legend. Um, so it was a good week. It was a really cool weekend. Oh. Came back really busted. It's all right. It means you had a great weekend. Oh, I had a great weekend. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, but uh, what about yourself? Did you have a good weekend? I had a fantastic weekend. I did so much stuff. That is you probably can... too much to talk about, to be <laughs> yeah, honest. Sure, so, so you want me to move on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm renovating at You're the renov- moment. Uh, and, yeah, 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 I was buggered from renovating. Yeah, we've we've had quite a fair few questions come in over the over the previous episodes because um, there's been quite a bit of time in between. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is like we're sort of just winging it at the moment with the, with the guests in the show. Like as much as... We love doing the morning show. We also like we're working with – so we don't really have a consistency in the morning show and guests. So mm. we're sort of just going with the flow at the moment. But hopefully in the future we might we might make it a little bit more regularly. Yeah, definitely. Because we do get quite a bit of feedback from people. They love the morning shows. And we really want to try and make it as popular as possible. Mm. Well, they're fun. Uh, they're a bit, you know, yeah. spontaneous. Yeah, spontaneous. Um, we had – firstly, we had a really good reaction from um, – 
Justin Burgess episode where he shared his voice recordings oh, from yes. those questions yeah. from what it's like to be a funeral director overseas over in Europe. Yeah. Um, I have been talking to him since and he we are going to um, link up a, a conversation with him via the phone. Yeah, a bit of that. <laughs> bit of Lincoln, hey? Bit of, yeah, a bit of skiing. <laughs> That's going to um, be great. Yeah, good. Um, it'll be great to have a conversation with him like live. Uh, on and So we're in the middle of working that out at the moment, but uh, that will be one of those future episodes coming up. Yeah, that'll be really cool. Yeah, so. Now the questions that we've been, I've been putting together some of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, where do we start here? The first one is from Tim and he goes, um, Two things. First one is like you asked about how to get some stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so you just send us through your address and I'll give you I'll send them out to you, which I think I did. Second one, is there ever an instance of someone that isn't connected to a funeral home doing collections? Like they just contract themselves out, sort of thing, like a freelance, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, or is it solely people associated with a funeral home? Yeah. We do have contracted – there is companies that do provide contracted services. So mm-hmm. their their professional service that they provide is just transporta- mm. transportation of deceased people. Yes. So you can ring these companies up and they will provide a transportation service from a hospital or somewhere. Mm. It could be anywhere around Australia and they can organise transportation back to you. Yeah. Um, and – I'll give a shout out to one company that's direct military transfers. They do that and they do also do the long haul as well. Very professional service. Yeah, um, DMT, actually great. When yeah. I was on the Sunshine Coast, they were just so like efficient and just mm. so professional. They were, yeah. Really good to deal with. Yeah. And then you also have other companies that spe- like especially down in large metropol- uh, metro- metropolitan areas where they would um, – they do – Contracted little little transfers around the metropolitan area. So oh yeah, they'll go to you know nursing homes, hospitals, all those places, um, and do transfers on behalf of funeral directors. Now, some funeral directors contract them out because they're just a very small funeral home, like they don't mm-hmm. have the capability to be able to do it. Because you know, like if you're a one two person funeral home, you could be working all day and just uh-huh. be absolutely stuffed, and then you've got a call. To go into a transfer from someone that's died two or three hours away, yeah. which is not uncommon in a metropolitan area. No, not at all. And by the time you do that transfer, bring them back, you'll be going back to work straight away. And like I've done that plenty of times over the years, and it's just absolutely brutal. But even if you have to do a transfer during the middle of the day, that's what like five hours out of your work day. Yeah. That's five hours worth of phone calls, paperwork, yeah, organizing that you funerals. You don't get to do so. Yeah, so you probably know, even some of the larger companies do it too, just yeah. because you know they need someone running around. To do oh, that definitely, because you know that that does that stuff does chew up your day. And if you've got two funerals on that day, there's there's you know several hours in between where you're doing funerals, and then you go try and do a transfer as well. So it can yeah. be quite grueling and. So there are those businesses that do provide those services. Mm-hmm. So you do have the ones that are local and then you do have the ones that also do the long haul as well. Yeah. So that's uh, – I hope that sort of answers the question. Now, this one this one came through anonymously mm-hmm. um, and it's a very good question as well. 
Um, now this one is, uh, I'm sorry. No, that's not it. Okay. Okay. Now this, this is the question here. I'll, When you're lowering a coffin into a grave, have the straps ever failed and dropped the person or the deceased, I guess you could say. Okay. Very good question. It has definitely happened because I know it's happened. Um, never happened in, on our watch, fortunately. Yes. But I have known it has happened to other companies. Unfortunately, it is a very traumatic experience and it's something that I would definitely would not like to see happen to a family or a friend or something yeah. like that. Because what happens is you've got two straps. The majority of the time is two straps. Okay. Foot end, head end. Mm -hmm. Now, if a strap breaks, the problem is, is that it's going to drop one side, the other side. So it's going to flip down as it goes down. There is a good possibility that the lid mm. might break open, the deceased might come out. So it could be a very traumatic experience yeah. for people. Now, back in the day, um, the funeral homes used to have to supply their own lowering devices mm -hmm. because the councils didn't have any. But these days, the council um, provide their own. So, you know, it's very it's very important. Uh, it's... it's I, yeah. I can imagine that it probably happened a bit more when it was manual... Lowering, but yeah. now because you've actually got the machines, it's probably a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Less likely to happen. Less likely to happen. I mean, yeah. you always want to be checking, constantly servicing those lowering devices and stuff like that. But unfortunately, you know that stuff has happened in the past. Yeah, and you do, you. and like we do, like to try and take as many steps to make sure that nothing like that ever happens. Of course. You know, so. But at least they drop into the hole. <laughs> that's a good point. It's probably not the way you want them to, vertically. Or on their face. No. No. Of course not. But at least they're in the hole, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. With disgust. Yes. Mm. Um, so that was, yeah, that was another another question there. We do have some more here. Sorry, just bring them up. Now, now this one here, this, uh, this one's just from Cameron who he's, he was just sort of explaining his own personal experience that he has had. Okay. And it's uh, he thought he'd just share his brief experience at a grave, thought I'd share it to you. Uh, was a was at the Bridgham Downs Council Lawn Cemetery and Crematorium. Was doing labour hire at the time. So I was only there doing the grounds, keeping the side of things. Obviously read all the tombstones while I was there. Whippersnipping kids ones always sucked a nerve. Uh, being a dad myself, struck a nerve, he reckons. But one day they had a cremation going and I stupidly asked, when do you know it's all done? The old bloke, probably in his 50s, I was in my mid-20s at the time, mm -hmm. told me, oh, just look in the little window and look inside to see if there's a green light. Mm -hmm. Now, before mm -hmm. I finish that, that little green light, that little thing that he's talking about, it's a little viewing window in the door so you can... So for the crematorium operator, they can slide this little latch up mm -hmm. and it looks into a little peephole and you look into it and you can see the state that the cremation's taking place. So you know whether you need to stoke it, if you need to, mm -hmm. if you need to shut it down or, you know, it just gives you an idea where it's at. So he's yeah. obviously thinking if he blisters and stuff, he's going to see a green light. Yeah. So he would have got the full view of how the cremation was going. So if, if you yeah. weren't expecting it, it would be quite a shock. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
The look and uh, he said, "I look and there was no green light, just a body still." He reckons. <sighs> was it? He reckons it was at the skeletal stage, which is quite. Prop, which would be, I believe that for sure. He reckons the image still burned in my head. <laughs> oh, it would. Poor bastard. That's so. that's a bit cruel. <laughs> yeah. So you know, like that. That's how you can tell how far a cremation is going on. Yeah. Well, you'd need to keep your eye on it and make sure everything's going swimmingly. Well, that yeah, you know, because look, it's not, it isn't cheap to run. Like running a cremator isn't cheap, and you know, so mm. you make sure that you're very on top of making sure that everything gets done properly as well. Yeah, absolutely, and you can't make any mistakes because there's no reruns. Well, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. you only get to do it once. Yeah. So, uh, so this one here, he, this was actually a really good question. This one. Okay. Now he. Um, Obviously, doesn't want to be cremated because he feels getting burnt. Yeah, everyone has this fear of when you people, when you speak to people, they go, yeah. "Look, I don't want to be put into a cremator because I'm worried it's gonna it's gonna hurt me." Look, I um I get it. I'm scared of cremators. I see it every day. I doesn't like cross my mind twice. But then when I think about it happening to me, it, yeah. I, I'm scared. And then then he's also worried about um turning to mush like when you see like dead animals on the side of the road and stuff like that he's like (laughs) he goes is it possible to be mummified before i get buried so and like he's being a specific like he's saying mummified now mummified is it a whole yeah mummified so that's a completely different process Mm -hmm. to embalming we briefly touched on that yeah, Briefly, we did. with Briefly. like the salts and the, the right. wrappings and the... That's exactly right, yeah. in a previous episode. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, you don't... No one no one mummifies anymore. That's, that's you know, that's just ancient style of thing. Like yeah. in... Oh, well, oh, there probably is certain cultures that might do something like that. It's a Still practice. Idea. Go back to ancient times. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So the, you, you're suggesting a new business idea, right? Mummies with summies. <laughs> I could mummify. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that will really take off. I'm all for it. Oh, yeah, look, I'm usually all about people. Oh, look, have a crack. I'm all about people having a crack. At <laughs> Except for that one summer. <laughs> Except for that one. That was shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, now, is it possible to get mummified before we get married? No, but you can't. But, I mean, the equivalent of this day, these day and ages in, the, in Western cultures is yeah. getting um, embalmed. But and again, that only lasts a certain amount of time. Well, yeah, I mean, there is really no time limit because you can you can account for the rate at which you want to preserve someone, you know. And like yeah. we we're saying, um, if mummification isn't legal, is there other is there other options as taxidermy or pacification? Now, yeah. we we're saying the other day too, like taxiderming is not embalming. That's another whole different process as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I heard that taxiderming is just the skin. Yeah, I mean, if you have a look at the definition of taxidermy and how it works, I mean, there is – we'll probably go through that on another episode. But yeah. this is one where um, you would just be embalmed. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I, didn't he say something about not wanting to go underground? <clears throat> well, yeah. just Well, no, he didn't say about wanting to go underground. He just said he didn't want to turn to mush. So Okay. I guess – if you worry about getting burned, I guess you'd probably be worried about being buried alive too. <laughs> yeah. I was going to suggest an above-ground crypt. Above-ground crypt, yeah. Very popular with European cultures like um, Italian and Greek and um, 
yeah, where they have above ground crypts. They mm. even have little houses and stuff like that where yeah. it's quite it, – it's actually really cool to see. I think it's cool. Yeah. You've got little streets and yeah. everything in some of those depending on where you go. If you look them up, just look up above ground crypts. Yeah, I think they're really cool. Yeah, I think they're mad. I, mm. I like them personally. Our father always said that he wanted to be in barn and put an above ground crypt. Mm. He'll be like <clears> – <throat> <laughs> Yeah, he'd be, he's going to be cremated. <laughs> <laughs> he won't like that. Uh, okay, next one. This one comes from Andrew and he says, my mum wants a no-nonsense funeral. She says she'd be happy with a cardboard box. Would I be correct in saying she's cremated quicker with a wooden coffin as opposed to cardboard? She wants no fuss, low costs, but is forgetting that the funerals are those for who... Uh, who knew her, yeah. hoping I can give her the expert's advice. Aww. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate that. Shout out to you, Andrew. Mate, a um, couple of things. One, cost effectively, we prefer what we call a cremation shell or a, an essential care coffin. So that's a plain MDF coffin. One, because structurally mm-hmm. it's more soundproof for us to move around and to manipulate and do things. Whereas opposed to a cardboard, cardboard can be quite flimsy and, and stuff. But it's also, it's very, it's, I think it's terrible for cremators. Like it just, it's like, you know, when you put a piece of paper on the fire and it just. It just leaves a big like sheet of black ash. Yeah, that's right. And it, Yeah, it's like flaky ash. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, and then you're left with that and like it left, it's left inside the incinerator with that. Mm, you get yeah. this spike in temperature. And you're left with that stuff in there and it just doesn't disintegrate properly. Like, So we we like a plain MDF coffin. One, because it is cheaper for us to use. So believe it or not, it is cheaper. Yeah. And um, it helps in the aid of the cremation process. Yeah. So it speeds up the cremation for us. We yeah. use less gas, saves more money, a, a more of a more of an efficient cremation process for us as well. Yeah. So we recommend that. Mm. Um, and then, look. You're very, mm. it's very, you're very right in the saying that the funerals are left for the people behind, and we've mm-hmm. talked about this before, haven't we? We where, have, yeah. Where we've said that, we've mentioned that, and we've we've tried to also explain that funeral doesn't necessarily mean funeral. Yeah. It can be anything. You don't have to go to a chapel with a clergy. It can literally just be catching up with everybody at the pub yeah. or going to the park or just. Everybody acknowledging that this person has passed away and sharing stories and yep. memories and that's it. That's yeah. that's what a funeral can be. It doesn't have to be the big ordeal. That's so. exactly right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like the, the whole process and us saying what a funeral is is a lot different these days as to what a traditional funeral service was back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. People associate a funeral as being a funeral at a church where you have a priest and then you have a you might have a committal or something like that that goes afterwards where I like to use the term a funeral in any sort of aspect where you might have a, I just see it as a gathering of people and mm-hmm. celebrating a person's life yeah. it doesn't matter if, if the if the deceased is there in person or not mm-hmm. whether in the form of a coffin or in the in the in certain instances like just the remains of the person yeah but that's a funeral regardless where you're just a gathering of people to celebrate a person's life yeah that's the best way I reckon. No fuss. No fuss. No yeah. Fuss. No fuss. And then but also too, 
you've got the relaxation of doing whatever you want. Yeah. You can play whatever songs you want. You can be more relaxed, open discussion. You can throw your swear words in there. It can be non-religious. <laughs> non- yeah. It can be religious. It can be whatever you want it to be. Mm. Yeah. That's the way I look at yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, Reminds me of that uh, TikTok I sent you about the point of view of the person who didn't want a funeral, you know. Which one was that? Uh, where he goes, oh, I don't want a funeral. Don't make a fuss over me. No, no, no. Just put me in the trash bag. Just put me in a trash bag. Take me out to the curb. You know, let, let the trash man put me in the bin. But then I spill over onto the concrete and I smack my head and the maggots come out. And then the, then the garbage <laughs> man looks down at me and he's traumatised. He has to have weeks off work. And then he loses his wife and his kids from all the trauma. And then... He goes and gets dependent on drugs. <laughs> but, you know, me, no fuss, no fuss. Just throw me in the trash. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. But he, um, oh, the next, the, now this brings up that comp- well, We do get asked this one quite a lot. Actually, okay. you mentioned this one. You, we've talked about this one before, actually. Yeah. Um, it was about the, you know, what what's the death that stay with you the longest? And that was what from oh. Eli. Then, yeah, we talked about this. So yeah. as I said before, you know, the most um, one that stayed with me the most is, mm-hmm. is something that I've discussed before. I've discussed it on the episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Yeah. That was episode 187 with them where I discussed one of the most important, one of the most uh, significant funerals of my career. And yeah. that was one that associated with a young a young girl. Yeah. And uh, so I would recommend you go and have a listen to that episode, episode 187 there, um, yeah. and hear what one was most significant in my life. And you mentioned that that one even then was even significant to you too. Yeah, that I wasn't there. You told me the story and mm. that's the probably one funeral that is burnt into my brain and, yeah. Yeah. I, I think about it a lot. I think about it a lot. Right, we um, – so there was just some of those uh, questions that we've received from from the previous episode. Uh, oh, sorry, since the last episode, there's some of the episodes we've received. Some of the questions, sorry, that we've received. Say it with me. Questions. <laughs> questions. <laughs> I've, uh, can I um, talk about a couple of things? Go for it. I what got, do you want to talk about? It's your turn. Let's, some hear cool. some, let's hear some stuff. So. All right, here we go. I was on TikTok. And I'm, I'm a little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna point it out. I haven't heard any of this stuff, so I'm a little bit worried. But yep, keep no, going. No, actually, From- I'm glad you brought that up. Trigger warning for people <laughs> who can get a little bit queasy, and um, this is probably not the right show for you. Far <laughs> 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 like, um, out. Yep. Okay. So I was watching a TikTok, and um, it was a macabre account where they talk about, um, yep. you know, dark things. And one of the people came on and said, just a gentle reminder. Yeah. That if you put yogurt in the anus of a dead person, <laughs> they will just dis- they will decompose quicker. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked it up. <laughs> I was curious. Uh-huh. And it's because one of the bacteria that decompose your body is Lactobacillus, bacillus, bacillus, and that's found in yogurt. So 
that actually led me down a rabbit hole to something else as well. Yeah. Body farms. Yes. You, you've heard of body farms before. Yes. But for people who haven't, um, a body farm is a research facility where they study the decomposition of humans mostly and sometimes animals. Yeah. Um, now, these research facilities are located on acres of land, like about three acres worth of land. Yeah. Um, it's surrounded by razor wire fence. Um, it's guarded. It's it's a got cameras through all throughout the woods mm-hmm. um, or the facility itself. It's um, it's almost like a reserve that they place deceased bodies into to watch the decomposition of these bodies. To yes. you know analyze them and yeah, put and them get- in different situations to see how long it takes the lactobacillus <laughs> and other things to decompose the body. Yeah. Um, there are seven of these facilities located in America. It's a big American thing. It was um, founded in America. Yeah. Um, and the the research is used for all sorts of things like medical, legal, educational, forensic purposes mostly. Um and the situations that they put these bodies in can be anything from being submerged in a creek, yep. um, you know, at the base of a tree, half buried, half not, even putting them in the boot of a car. You know, it's really just to research everything yep. they can. Um, even the insect activity around these bodies. Um some of these body farms as well, they're used for um, training, like searching and recovery m- maneuvers for deceased people yeah. um, so that they can try to undisturb the deceased body as much as possible, yeah. um, you know, for forensic purposes. When they get it back to the crime lab, they can do all oh, that yeah. stuff. Okay. Um, so... These farms, they rely on people donating their body to them. So it's kind of like donating your body to research, medical research. Um, So, yeah, these farms are mostly in America. There is one similar in Australia. There is. Um, One at the moment. It's in Yarramundi on the outskirts of um, Sydney. Oh, wow. Um, And the reason we started one up in Australia is because obviously we've got different climates to America so different situations. Yeah, yeah, it makes um, sense. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and it again, it helps forensic investigators to like locate, recover, identify victims' remains, you know, well, time of death, that I mean, sort of thing. I mean, ideally you would want one in all different places, in all different countries and stuff because all the different countries, they do have different yeah. rates, they have different humidities, temperatures, different seasons, different all insects, that sort of stuff. But even like even the country itself, the states – have different climates. Like we, mm. you know, Queensland's completely different to New South Wales and different to Victoria as well because Victoria can have, Melbourne can have four seasons in one day. Oh, absolutely. Um, there, there is a second farm that's been proposed to open up in Queensland. Yeah. I could imagine that there are a lot of um, uh, I's, you got to dot, T's, you got to cross, all that oh, sort of stuff before you forget be. something like this yeah. up and running. I feel like it would take like cost a lot of money to get this sort of thing and it uh, would rely solely on people's participation for it. I think personally, I don't think the participation part would be a problem. We do get quite 
a lot of people that want to reach out and use their body for some form of science. And we do. We do, we, we yeah. get quite a lot of we get, and it's not an uncommon request right. that people go, "Oh, hey, you know, oh, I just want to donate my body to science." Now the problem is, they don't need them because they've got so many of them. Like there is a there is more trees in universities throughout Australia where they have hundreds of bodies in a cool room there for medical research and testing and all. They're, they're chockers. Isn't it funny that you go from um, people having to dig up graves to, yeah. you know, study corpses and then, you know, black market for corpses and stuff. Yeah, because last time we'll talk. Sudden, yeah. I know, because last time we'll talk about your mutt safe. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry, mort safe. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah your mort safe. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's right. You, you went from a, an economy where they relied on a mort safe <clears throat> to yeah. now, now they can't get. And they they they're having to knock people back. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's funny how that you know happens. It is, isn't it? But, yeah. Um, you mentioned something today back in the office about. What was <laughs> <it>? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we're talking about topics of conversations, and you brought up the fact about about body farms, and someone mentioned. Oh, it was Christy. Christy oh. was listening to a crime podcast. Yeah. Where this person were doing their own body farms. <laughs> started his own body farming. I started his own body farming off off the books though. <laughs> it wasn't a, it wasn't an approval from council or anything like that. And it wasn't by it wasn't by voluntary admission. Like I, no, it was from um, you know, they people <laughs> didn't realise that they're becoming part of a project. Yes, you yeah. Say. yeah. I did a little bit of research on that when <laughs> after you brought it up because I, I found <laughs> that fascinating. I know. Let me, let me, it was like it was <laughs> he was doing a body farm. He's doing his own body farm, and then, but it was because it was a funeral home or something that he was operating, and he couldn't do the cremations or something. I don't know. It was what what was the research? <laughs> yeah. So it's called the Tri-State Cemetery well, Crematory Scandal. Tri-State ah. Crematory Scandal. The owner, the original owner of the crematorium, um, yeah, a high up man, a lot of respect, really well known. Um, he ended up suffering from several strokes ah. and he ended up getting dementia. Yeah, right. So he left the crematory to his son in 1996. Okay. So between 1996 and 2002, his son was obviously in charge, owned yep. the place. And it turned out that a total of 339 bodies went uncremated. Jesus Christ. According to the son, this was his explaining, um, he had troubles performing the cremations because uh, he reckons the cremator was a little bit faulty. Would <laughs> um, <laughs> you hire someone <laughs> to just pair it? FYI, if you can hear something in the background, it's pouring oh, down rain. Oh, we're getting pissed down on, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's great to have the rain. Absolutely stoked. Terrible as loud. (laughs) It's (laughs) actually starting to flood outside. Is it? Yeah, a little bit. Is it? Shit. Yeah, right. Um, I'll keep going. Don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Get it out quickly. Uh, So, you know, he was was running a crematorium. Yeah. They call it a crematory. Crematory. Yeah. So I think, look, there's so many different different names for different things. So the definition I like to use 
uh, so people understand if you hear these different if you hear these different terms. Crematorium is a place where people can go to um, have a cremation, have their ashes interred there, so they've got somewhere to to pay their respects to at a crematorium. Yeah, it's got like the garden. So the gardening, the, yeah, it's all sort of like a one-stop shop. Mm. Whereas the crematory or crematoria is uh, just a place that does cremations. A crem- yeah, all right. Crematory. Yeah. So like you could technically say like the business that I have running with the cremations is a crematoria. Crematory. Okay. okay well, this so, place was a crematory too. Yeah, so, so technically speaking, he shouldn't have had anybody in his yard no. You know, so he should have been giving everybody back. <laughs> should be, you know, yeah. But technically, well, he reckons he, well, they were, but they weren't. It, in a sense, the families obviously were wanting the ashes back of their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they were given boxes of ashes back, but what it was was actually concrete dust that he was giving back to these families oh, because he just couldn't be bothered cremating them, I suppose. Um they still don't have a good answer for it. They still don't have a good answer from him. It was, how many was it? 300 plus. 339 bodies. Damn. So a propane delivery truck driver complained mm. about seeing bodies on the property on at least two occasions. So he notified the sheriff's office yeah. who sent the deputy sheriff. Um, his name might be Deputy Doofy after this. <laughs> Deputy dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> so went to have a look and he reported back with discovering nothing out of the ordinary. Wow. Um, yeah. So wouldn't, he, wouldn't the propane... Doofy done it. Yeah. I wonder if the propane... Like, wouldn't you get sus? Like, there's no gasket used or anything? Or maybe it's a diesel-fed cremator, mate. I don't know. Because there is different... You have different cremators run on different elements. So, like, we've got one here that runs on natural gas. I've got a pet one that runs on... LPG, but even some of the old school cremators run on diesel. They're oh, diesel wow. fed cremator, yeah. Well, so would, I, I guess maybe, I don't know, it's hard to say. Well, he had it from 1996 to 2002, and yeah. you know, on two occasions. So I'm wondering if it was only like, you know. Well, even then, like, I, I guess, unless there's a really small area to do 340 burials or body farms. Over six years, it's not many. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, when you hear three hundred and forty bodies in a yard, yeah. that's a fucking <laughs> well, lot. Well, that, they're the ones that he didn't do, though. So yeah, that's what I mean. maybe he might have been doing some. He he had to have been doing some. He must have been at doing some, some point. because, like, he would have been like if you were if you were a guy if you were the gas supplier, supplying gas to the crematory, and you go, where? What? How come you always full? Yeah. You know, like, why, you know, when are you going to use You haven't some changed gas? your gas in three years, yeah. you know. Something's yeah, up. Yeah, what's going on? Well, anyway, after the um, deputy sher- sheriff said nothing was wrong, on February the 15th, 2002, investigators went to the property and found piles of bodies in, in the storage shed, mm-hmm. in vaults, and they were scattered inside and outside Jesus. the property. Well, now, I was going to say, wouldn't it stink? And out of the 339 bodies that they found, 226 were identified. Oh, wow. um, the rest were just skeletons and, yep. you know, bits and bobs and really, you know, a lot of them were just... I wonder how long they would have kept doing that for, eh? Yeah, what? if they never got discovered. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit more to it too. <laughs> what was that? 
because, um, well, during his trial in 2007, yeah. the criminal defence attorneys um, revealed that medical testing indicated he was suffering from mercury toxicity. Yeah, right. So he, they discovered that he got that from Your cremating teeth. bodies with mercury dental amalgam. So that's your old-fashioned Yeah, old-fashioned mercury fillings. in the teeth, yeah. Yeah. Um, the cremator had a faulty ventilation system and it exposed the father and both the son to toxic levels of mercury, uh, which could be half the reason why he had so many strokes and they got dementia was because of the mercury, mercury poisoning. Isn't, yeah, isn't that the Mad Hatter's? whole thing like they used to cover their hats in mercury wasn't it uh, i think was it sterilized i was a cl- oh, uh hang on was it i thought it was the glues off the off the hats was sending them mad yeah, was them sniffing glue all day from it? the being mad hatters yeah. uh, the hat making it could be mercury i'm not too sure um, i know that there was something there was something there that was turning them mad and it yeah. could be the mercury maybe there's something there that they went well they, back then they probably weren't using gloves too Mercury's probably absorbing into their oh, skin. Oh, they wouldn't have at all. Yeah, so there's any- something there. Anyway, that's um, that's it, the story behind it. Isn't that so. crazy? It is. It's a bit nuts. Makes you wonder what people were thinking, eh? Uh, well, yeah. What he was thinking? Why he couldn't just do the cremations? But also just to leave. I reckon there's. I reckon he had a bit of a jolly for that. I reckon there was something going yeah, on there. Yeah, like, there's more. Yeah, there's more into it than just because you thought the cremator was faulty. Because that's a load. Know, of, that's a load of horse shit. Leaving bodies inside your property yeah. too, like that's that's next level. You know, no, he's that, not just taking them and burying them. He's because he's too lazy to do the cremating. Yeah, no, there's more to it than that. Uh, he might have been doing something naughty with them too. Who knows? And America's a bit wild and out with that sort of stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, but, it's crazy. I would, I have to. I would like to remember what the episode was called. Christy recommended to me, oh, but it was it was interesting what she was saying about it. Just soak up this conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's nuts. Oh, we um, <clears throat> we were speaking of which. Yes. Weird death of the week. Weird death of the week. Massive shout out to Country Tracker Cats for sponsoring this part of the episode every time. C2C. C2C, baby. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the big knuckler. Ooh. You can find all his merch at thecountrytruckercompanies.com where they have all those custom... Hats available there with the CTC hats. So mass, massive shout out to that legend. Awesome hats. Yeah, bloody oath. Love them. Yeah. So speaking of which, because this hat is waterproof and it is pissing that rain outside. So I know. I've I'm got glad, mine in my bag. I'm going to grab it. I'm glad I'm wearing it right now because it's going to help keep my nose dry. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe my mo. <laughs> So shout out to CTC. So weird death of the week. What have we got? <clears throat> well, this is uh, more of a holy crap. Did that really happen? Yeah. Death of the week. Put <laughs> <laughs> you by CTC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, this is actually true. Yeah. FYI, I didn't believe it at first. Yeah. Um, and if you want to look it up, you can Google it. It's there. It's hundred percent happened. Um, I'm not going to name him. I'm just going to say him. Yeah. Um, so um, an American citizen. In January 1990, went on a holiday of a lifetime yeah. um, in the port of Spain and yep. he went to the capital of Trinidad. Um, so he don't know what happened, his mental state, whether he took something, who knows. But um, 
he scaled an airport wall in the nude, um, which was a barbed wire, oh. wire fence. Oh. He scaled that while he was nude. He ran and he stole a four-wheel drive vehicle, one of the ones that drive along the yeah. um, airway, the tarmac. Um, he then grabbed the four-wheel drive and drove it into a British Airways 747 jet engine. Jeez Louise. <laughs> so. Well, I wonder if it was running though. It was. It was. Oh, yeah. Okay, shit. Yep, sorry. No. Yep. Wow. Rest in peace and fly high. Rest in pieces. Uh, he should have pulled himself together. <laughs> I guess he would have been scattered. <laughs> the family were just torn to pieces. <laughs> uh, thanks, Knuckles. <laughs> Weird death of the week. No, or, the, or holy crap, did that really happen? Death he, of the week, yeah. yeah. He always wanted to call it Dead C-U-N-T of the Week. <laughs> For legal purposes. <laughs> we, we were like, no, right. <laughs> no, we weren't getting that one. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to him for that. So thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, so there we yeah, go. Great. Dead, dead person of the Week. Yeah. Um, now, a uh, couple of things coming up. I uh-huh. want to keep people's ears tuned in for this. So yes. we're in the process of organising the website. Uh, our main man... One of our main guys, Zach, who helps out with uh, Proper Tree Art, he okay. is jumping on board and giving us a hand with uh, building our website. Awesome. Um, now, on the website, there will be the the link, the RSS feed to our all of our episodes available. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, that's where our merch is going to be. Ooh. So people have been asking about merch. We have got merch. Great. Some has arrived. So awesome. little sneak peek, maybe some, some maybe a hat might arrive. That us podcast one, but keep your eyes appealed for that. Yeah. They all this merch, uh, shirts, hats, stubby kills, all the bits and pieces. That's all going to be available on our website, which is getting built at the moment. So for people who are asking about shirts, hats, that there'll be the website coming. So keep your eyes awesome. peeled for that. I'll keep my eyes peeled. I also don't have merchandise in any sense of the matter <laughs> so so you want some <clears throat> um others have received yeah. shirts and things and but i'll just wait for it to drop <laughs> i'll send you the link and you can purchase one <laughs> <laughs> you would make me do yeah. <laughs> you would make me buy one yeah i'll give you this one little story i want to share and it was yeah. about uh our brother ashley rest <sighs> in peace yeah now mm-hmm. ashley always had a bad habit of you 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 buy you'd pay for something to help him out. And he's like, yeah, I'll pay you back. Yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah, 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 no worries. It never happened. There's one particular day he needed a part for his mower. And I said to him, I was going down to the shop to grab something. I'll pick it up for you. It was 50 bucks. And I said, oh, I'll, I'll grab it for you. Just fix me up when you get back. So yeah, yeah, no worries, mate. So I go and pick up this part and I come back. He's like, oh, mate, I haven't got any cash on me. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. I said, just wait right here. So, <laughs> so I went into my office, picked out my FPOS machine. <laughs> Went out to him and said, here you go, mate. And he's like, what? I said, here's me. I typed in 50 bucks. You just pay away for this. <laughs> you should have seen the look of disgust on his face when I made him tap and go his FPOS card to pay me back the 50 bucks. 
So uh, that's one story I wanted to share with you. God bless him. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, you got any, anything else that you wanted to add? Well, when you go off and buy me something, I don't even offer to pay. I just grab it and walk away. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I got you to go get me um, some Panadol from the shop oh, yeah. and some jelly beans. And when you came back in to give it to me, I just grabbed it and walked away. And Colin looked at you and Colin's like, well, she, she didn't even offer to give you my... You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> It all works out in the uh, end, Yeah, it? that's it. It's all, was it, wheels keep turning. Yeah. Turn around, yeah. Unless you get a flatty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, um, well, that's pretty much all we have to offer today. I'm, yeah. It's sort of a bit of a short notice episode. We sort of, we uh, started one last week and unfortunately it didn't work out. And it's one of those things in this industry and, um, as uh, people know, it is one of those industries where you have your busy times and yeah. your slow times, and then, and at the moment we are under the pump. Yeah, and Christmas for everyone is completely under mm. the pump all the time, no matter what. Yeah. It's I don't know what is in the air, but it's always yeah. busy, and even funeral homes are super busy during yeah. Christmas period. Just, yeah, just to give people a bit of an idea, uh, Friday while I was at PGA Golf Tour, I had. <sighs> 45 calls for the day while I was, at, while I was out on the PGA. That's um, and that's just one of my phones. Well, you know, we've got three. Yeah, so. I, I would have an anxiety attack every <laughs> single time. I, I struggle returning one phone call a day on my own personal phone. Like, just text me. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's been quite busy. And, you know, we, we want to try and not do you guys, any of, dis- any of you people, uh, you know, the pallbearers, a disservice uh, because, you know, we appreciate the love and the support that you guys do for us on our episodes and we want to keep them going for you guys. So if even if today's a little bit short, just want to keep keep you in the loop that a part of the service that we provide also too is make sure that we uh, provide a professional service and they're there for our families and we do for our normal jobs. So Yeah. And um, we have so much – I have so much fun doing this. Yeah, it is Um, good. You know, I really enjoy it. I love doing it. I will take time out to do it but we have – just been ridiculously busy yeah, and yeah. we still have, you know, families and, the, yeah, and jobs. Families and, and jobs. And like and this is only the start of the week and it is going to be a very busy week again yeah, this exactly. week. Um, but we will definitely um, do another one soon. We will do that collaboration with Cole as well. We'll have the three yeah. of us sit there and have a conversation and come together and do the morning show as a three-person conversation. So we have got those extra mics now available. We do have some other guests coming on this week. We also would highly um, recommend you guys send us some more questions yes. and stuff like that. Now, to finish off, um, which we did, we were talking about with Colin, but we'll bring it up in this episode today. Yeah. Um, and it was about funeral songs. Yes. Yeah. And I always... You know, and I'm sure a lot of people think about this stuff as well where you go, oh, I love that song. I want to play that song at my funeral or something like that. That's the song I want at my funeral. So we we thought it would be a pretty cool idea to set up a Deadass Podcast Spotify list where we will create a list and search for the Deadass Podcast funeral list. Yes. And you can go in and add your song to the list. Now, I'm not too familiar with how Spotify works, but I'm pretty sure you can do that, can't you? I'm not sure. I'm pretty it, sure you yeah. can. I'm sure, I'm sure you can. So we'll work we'll in a way. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it yeah. out. So over the next, 
next uh, episode, we'll have it ready to go, and we'll give you, we'll show you the links, or we'll put it up on the socials. And what we want, we, what we want from the polar bearers is your favorite favorite funeral song that you would have either at your own or you'd have for someone. Yeah. And we'll do up a playlist, and it'll be interesting to see what the genre of music is and what mm. the sort of different versions of songs or whatever, and just see how. See I'd how love crazy. To see it. Yeah, I reckon it'd be I'd exciting. Love to see it. So we we're talking about it, and what you know, like I said to you, I said my current funeral song I'd have, I'd love because I'm a big Blink One Eight Two fan. Mm. Like always have been. Grew up with them. Love all their music. Gone through my teens years now, and still listen to them regularly all the time. Yeah. Absolutely love them. Um, and their latest album, um, which. It was actually it was one cool. More time. One more time, where they actually got back to get they're back together again now as the original um, group again, which I'm just so stoked. And listening to that song one more time, oh man, had a few Nos- cries this cry- week. I know. <laughs> the nostalgia, seeing it, and the tone and the, the music. Oh, I just love it. I'm like, man, I want that song at my funeral. So, where are you <laughs> tonight? <laughs> <laughs> because tonight will be the night. <laughs> So what's your what, – you got a favourite song? Um, yeah, mine was A Million Reasons by Lady Gaga. Oh, that's right because you're yeah. big Lady Gaga. So. I love Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, I was – I got one more story before. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It's It's kind of a nice story. Okay, cool. Um, Go for it. But uh, just – is it got to do with the music? Yes. Or? Okay, cool. Yes. Let's hear it. Um, so speaking of a song that you would want to play during your funeral, yeah. um, the day after – we learnt that our brother passed away. Yeah. I was driving my daughter to gymnastics. Yeah. And a song came on the radio that I hadn't heard in years. Yeah. And it was Ghetto Gospel. Oh, yeah. And like I just knew immediately and I texted through to you yeah. and that's the song that we played at Ashley's funeral. Mm. Um. Yeah. So I feel like we have to put that one in the playlist. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely. And that was – that. and like if you, when you hear that song, like you knew. And like the funny thing was we re, – and we reached out to Knuckles and we said the same – we hit Knuckles up for a song that would be suitable for his funeral. Yeah. And what the first song that Knuckles said was Ghetto Gospel. Oh, did he? Yeah. So isn't that it, – it's, uh, it's funny how certain music – um, sticks to a person, yeah, and is suitable for a person. And we did. We played that song as we carried him out, um, and it was it was so fitting. No. And it, it was funny, but like I, I love that song. Yeah, <laughs> and then after hearing it played at his funeral, I couldn't listen to it again for a long time. I haven't listened to it yeah. since. Yeah, um, every time I hear it, it yeah. brings me back to it. And it's, not, it's, just, it's not saying it's bad. I just. I don't want to be turning up to someone's house and I've <laughs> clearly been bawling my eyes out. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought it was just so weird. I hadn't heard that song in years and years and years. And then the day after, sorry, the morning of, um, mm. I heard it in the car on the radio on the way to dropping my daughter to the gymnastics. It's funny. It's just funny how those, those certain things like that happen, hey. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, those little coincidences. And, like, it's funny, like, I was talking to someone on the weekend. I think I was talking to Cam's missus, Cass, shout out to her. She was asking us about um, spirits and vibes and do you, do you feel anything like that? And yeah. I was like, oh, no, no. I, you got to be intuitive and stuff like that. Like I don't 
particularly feel like I, I look, I believe in ghosts and, and aliens yeah. and all that sort of stuff, but like how you receive it and how you interpret it and how you take it, it can be two different, there can be several different things. I think if you're in tune to what's going on, there's a possibility that you're going to pick up things that may be like little signs of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you can take it how you want it, but I think those things ha- definitely serve a purpose in a way. I think so too. Yeah. I think, yeah. And if you're open to it, then, you know, that can be a version of what you believe to be, whether it's a, whether it's a sign of someone out there looking out for you, giving you little hints. If you ever see a random $50 charge on your FPOS machine, <laughs> might be someone out there giving you a little hint, hey? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but the point I was trying to make of that was like um, this very studio here, I've had several guests say to me that they feel they feel there's something in this place. Oi, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know there's something yeah, in so this you place. One too, are you? I know, but I know. I, yeah. I grew up in this house. Mm. This is the house that I remember as our family house. Yeah. I grew up in this house. I had horrible nightmares in this house. Yeah. Horrible. I had issues sleeping. I, yeah, it, this house has seen things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, house, yeah, well, there's people have been house, talking about how this place having something going with it. Eh? It's, this know, house would be holding it. its arms, smoking a cigarette, going, <laughs> I've seen shit in here. <laughs> So. Yeah. Oh, there you go. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, no, I just want to thank everyone again for tuning in, having a listen to the Dead Ass Podcast Morning Show. Yeah, with my co-host Summer. And thank you for having me. No, you're and, welcome. Um, thank you for letting me say we, even though it's just your podcast. <laughs> Uh, I like sorry. to feel included. Uh, you're welcome, mate. <laughs> uh, well, we'll uh, keep keep an eye out, for everyone, for more episodes to come out. And in the meantime, you can reach us at the Dead Ass Podcast um, on the socials mm-hmm. or Dead Ass Podcast zero one at gmail.com. Send us through a question. Also, nice. if you want to get, if you're a little bit tech savvy, Ooh. all right, if you're tech savvy. Ooh. Send us through a voice recording of your question yes. and we'll be happily, we will happily play it live that. on the air so yes. that you can actually hear who the question's coming from. Feel free. You don't have to say your name if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Just say, hi, it's John Barry from John Town. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question for the morning show. Does blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And um, we'll play it. On the on the on the t- on the show, so I love it. So just so idea. me having to read it out, yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to have that on. So let's know how you go. Um, we'll keep you updated with the funeral list too for the yes. for the music. Yep. The uh, so just something to get a little bit actively involved yeah. with the pallbearers and stuff like that. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Ah, uh, me too. Yeah, so, it'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. So thank you all. Love you all. God bless. Love you all too. And we'll be in touch. Cheers. See thank ya. Thank you. Bye.